out what the problem was, uh, but I'm waiting on the chat to let me know. I'm not going to even talk further until the chat lets me know. Chat? Chat, let me know what we're doing here. All right, back. Well, you're watching it Best of Herds. <laughs> yeah, this is Best of Herds. If you missed our hilarious <laughs> intro where we had some witty comments about how Fighting Herds is the best fighting game and Dragon Ball is dead. Sounds good. Saved. Safe. Guys, I know <laughs> who messed up. I know who killed the stream. Elon is over here stressing. It was actually me. I was well, feeding my It was actually all the new them Fighting Herds players bombarded the stream that, at once. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we did have a sub prior to the show going live. Shout out to that guy. I forget who it was. Elon, can you remind us? Oh, it was uh, something about a ghost. <laughs> FU Isis says, damn it, if it ends. I'm sorry, guys. It was all my bad. Uh, anyway. Hey, I'm blocking here. Quest Bear, thank you. Let me get the uh, let me get a, a gift going because we need to recover on this. There you go. Doggy claps. All right. Well, <clears> I <throat> promise you're finally watching Best of Five. Sounds like you can hear us. We got another setup. Thank hey, you. Uh, oh, God. Here. I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> W-R-K-N-C-A-C. Work and Cancer Center? And analog sandwich? Damn, guys, we don't deserve it. We're not we worthy. We should fuck up every we're, show. <laughs> we're not gonna. And anonymous. We're not anonymous. Gonna, oh, you wanna tell them oh, who it is? Every time you it's anonymous, did, I, I did it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it comes out in the delay over here, and I see anonymous, and then I already done goofed. It's okay. All right, guys, sorry. Um, you know, it's just a couple of bros doing this. I'm sorry, did you wanna see that clap, Elon? Here we go. That was everybody watching our stream about five minutes ago. Um, all right, guys, back to the show. We're talking about St. Cal standoff. We're talking about uh, Winter Brawl. We're talking about patch notes for Dragon Ball Fighters. Mike's going to show a little bit of Blanca Tech because, he, if I'm not mistaken, you said he's the best character in the game so far? He's the best character to have ever been released in any game. All right, well, that says it all right there. No, I don't think he's that good. Um, he wasn't in Marvel, so you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't we go ahead and kick things off, as we do, with... By the way, I don't know if we even got to intro you prior to uh, having to kill that stream. John Velociraptor Guerrero, he writes for eventhubs.com. There he is. You can follow him at, at Velociraptor with a one for the eye because he's cool that way, or maybe because the one with the eye was already taken. And of course, Steve, Ace King Offsuit Jurek. Follow him on Twitter as well. <laughs> God, there he never is. <laughs> Look at I am rose. never living that down. <laughs> Does anyone know who that actually is? I asked my dad. That He's an is Charlie NBA. Villanueva. Yeah. Oh. legend, Detroit Piston legend. I'm very liberal with the term legend around here. But. <laughs> hey, Steve, I think you're a legend. I, I, I think I'm a legend, too. Can, why are you not wearing a headband every episode from now on? <laughs> you know what? I, I've, I've asked myself that every night before I go to bed. We're taking the subscription money, and we're buying Steve a light blue headband. Okay. All right. Uh, that is money at work, people. All right, guys, let's get to a recap. Starting off with SenCal standoff. Steve? Yeah, we actually do talk about fighting games, I swear. Uh, you had a couple events this weekend, one on the West Coast, uh, SenCal standoff. Uh, that was a multi-game tournament, but we're looking at Street Fighter V and Dragon Ball Fighters out there. Uh, Street Fighter V was taken by that guy, LPN, uh, taking over Alex Myers in the Grand Finals. Alex busted out uh, Sakura uh, in the Grand Final. Didn't quite work out, but worth a shot to see uh, that tandem reunited one more time. Uh, you see the rest of the top eight. Julio, uh, as he continues his return 
from his wrist injury, got tied for ninth. Uh, so congratulations to him, and we hope to see him stronger than ever once the season kicks off. Did LPN they, play Abigail? Yes, LPN uh, played Abigail. Okay. And before That'll we move on, uh, yeah. Uh, before, before we move on, I just want to point out a little bit of trivia for maybe some of you guys don't know this. If you could pull that graphic back up, Elon, Pavocado. You ever had a turkey avocado sandwich? I have. Pavo is Spanish for turkey. So this is a turkey avocado. That's his name, guys. So anyway, also at St. Cal standoff. <laughs> Thanks. Drag Thank you for that. Sick. <laughs> Napa Pride. Save the stream. <laughs> Y'all are welcome, okay? Um, so anyway, moving on. St. Cal standoff. Dragon Ball Fighters. See what we got. That, uh, that one was taken by Mr. Vanith, Apology Man. Uh, doing it in the grand final over 2GB combo. Uh, you see Cloud805 there in there, Super Noon in there, uh, Dacid Bro in there. One of the big stories for Dragon Ball Fighters continues to be this: these people coming from all of these different scenes. And this is sort of like the neutral ground almost. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see who rises on top? Is it going to be the Marvel players? Is it going to be the anime players? Is it going to be the Smash dudes? Leffen, you know, he, he's got a lot on his shoulders now. So. Well, in that leaderboard itself, the winner is mostly known for Marvel, but plays a ton of anime. Second place is an anime player. Cloud plays Marvel. Super Noon plays Marvel. Dacid Bro plays anime. Uh, pretty good mix there. And then I know I saw J-Tails at like 13th. He's a Smash player. So, yeah, definitely in that tournament alone, a lot of representation. All across the board. Uh, the other big tournament this weekend was uh, uh, Winter Brawl 12. Uh, let's kick it off with Tekken 7. This one was an incredible grand final. Victim of Ritual taking it over Obscure. Speed Kicks, a guy you look at the list and think, oh, he's got this free. Ended up third. Um, the big story. Or one of the other big stories was uh, the father-son tandem of King Ray and King Ray Jr. Uh, <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> King, King Ray Jr. is a twelve-year-old who who ended up uh, doing a lot of commentary for the w event. Would King Ray Jr. not be Prince Ray? <laughs> no, bro, he's King Ray Jr. Okay. No, he he wants to be king as well. So. Um, but yeah, both of those guys made top 32, so congratulations. The family that fights together stays together. Hopefully no one throws anyone off a volcano, um, <laughs> but that remains to be seen. Uh, let's kick it over to Street Fighter uh, for... You son of a gun. You're throwing me off with the order. Okay, Street Fighter, there you go. And that was uh, another name on the rise, Nephew. Taking over Knuckledoo in the grand final. You see Punk up there, top four. Smug in top eight. Chris G just outside the top eight. Little Evil, Arturo. Dr. African know, from Texas. Dr. Mm -hmm. African in there. Uh, nephew got two wins over Knuckledoo. So he's a guy who, you know, this 2018 season, you might want to watch out for. This was the most offended I've been so far by people coming out like, Nephew won this tournament playing so damn well, and like 90% of the time winning before he even got V-Trigger. And people are like, if, if your first reaction to this is Colleen is top tier now, Colleen's too good now, just watch the tournament again and slap yourself in the face. Because he played <laughs> godlike. He played so good. Like seriously, he, he, he was awesome. Yeah, for sure. And Colleen did get buffed. She's definitely better now, don't get me wrong. But I mean, yeah. thumbs up to that guy. Yeah. We're too he's nice, gonna Steve. Be, 
Uh, let's go to Marvel. Right. Game that is not dead. Uh, that one was taken by Mr. Christopher Gonzalez. Chris G. taking it over Clockwork. Uh, Noel Brown, top three. It was a good weekend for Chris G. Um, got fourth in Street Fighter, third strike. He got uh, second, actually, in King of Fighters. Uh, that's a typo, my bad. Um, and then there's one other game he did okay in. Uh, let's take a look at that one. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, the main event, the game with the biggest turnout this weekend. Uh, and that was the big showdown between Chris G and Sonic Fox. They faced in top 16. Chris G took that one 2 0 and looked really good. Uh, they met again in grand finals, and it was a completely different story. 3 0, 3 0 for the Mr. Fox. So, Sonic Fox. Biggest tournament win so far in Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Let's see if that continues at uh, at final round, which is shaping up to be the first real international uh, major for this game. And Does that make him the best? I mean, it's it's still early, but there's there's talk about it, and and like in, in Dragon Ball. In the- in Dragon Ball, because there is uh, obviously we haven't really had uh, like like an international tournament yet, and there's the whole Goichi versus Sonic Fox thing going around. But it really felt like Sonic Fox loses to Chris G, and people are like, "Well, Chris G's probably the best." And then Grand Finals rolls around, six zero. Well, now Sonic Fox is absolutely without question the best. And I'm wondering, like, where do we where do we actually place him? How much how much can we actually assess this thus far? Or should we kind of hold our horses on that? It's, yeah. it's really hard. Uh, I mean, right now you have a few undefeated players still. You have Apology Man. I mean, has not played these guys, but Apology Man has pretty much gone undefeated in NorCal. Um, Chris G was looking the best in SoCal and just lost to Sonic Fox. I would say most people would agree Sonic Fox is probably the best in the U.S. right now. But having a fighting game and especially anime game like Legend on the level of Goichi... Uh, you know, dominating Japan so hard, consistently beating Dogra in his local tournament, stuff like that. Um, it, it's really hard to say. It seems like those two are definitely the two names where you where we're waiting to see, and they're going to play this month. We at have, final we, round. We have one more to look at here in the in the uh, recap, and then we'll cut to these clips of uh, Sonic Fox and and, and Chris G. But uh, Steve, why don't you finish out this uh, recap for us? Yeah, let's take a look at some of the other games that went down at Winter Brawl. Uh, Echo Fox, great weekend for them. Not only did Sonic Fox win uh, Dragon Ball, but he won Injustice, and he was followed in second and third by two of his Echo Fox teammates, Theo and Scar, so podium sweep for them. Uh, Blaze taking it down in Guilty Gear. Uh, SKD in Blaze Blue. JDR and Eunice, the big anime guys there. Uh, uh, Pachu KOF. Once again, beating Chris G in the grand final. That's the second year in a row uh, that Winter Brawl has ended. Uh, the KOF tournament, at least, ended with those two in the grand final. And then Friday kicked off with the team tournaments. It was Sonic Fox and to Kill Sage uh, taking it home. Again, those guys, formerly teammates on Critical Reaction. To Kill Sage still on that squad. Uh, obviously, Sonic Fox now on the Rick Fox tech. So. Good to see those guys together again. Y'all want to pop on over to these uh, matches? Sure, why not? Actually, more importantly, can we just talk about uh, this gentleman right here? Homeboy is looking good. Yeah, yeah, Ice has been on a uh, a fitness adventure, which seems like a a big deal in the FTC lately. You've seen a lot of people 
Um, he looks way thinner, man. Getting their buff on. Yeah, no, he, he's he's lost a lot of weight. Shoutouts to IFC Ipes. We're all proud of you, pal. All right, now let's actually get to this match. Here we have, and I might need to fast forward here a little bit because <clears throat> these dudes are still on their phones. But, um, yeah, this was the... You just skipped any part, really. We're not, yeah. I mean, all right. these two were leagues ahead of everyone else in this tournament right mm -hmm. now. And, um, you know, both of them have not lost in any other tournaments they've been in. It's very clear that right now these are the two best players uh, at this tournament and probably in the U.S. outside of a couple names we haven't gotten to see. Uh, I think that really comes down to their comfort level in the game and their abilities in neutral. We saw Chris G doing a few new strategies we haven't seen. Uh, Sparking is the game's version of X-Factor, mm -hmm. and it gets, like X-Factor, it gets stronger with each character that dies. And so the prevailing strategy by the end of Marvel 3 was to save that for your last character where it was its strongest. Mm -hmm. But Chris was actually using it with his first character a lot of the time in order to keep them alive and save them from a scary position. Got it. And, and Sonic Box himself was switching extremely frequently between his characters to recover blue life. Uh, so what this shows to me is they just understand that having all three of your characters alive is really like uh, the the what you need to be doing right now in the game. And both of them focused on that really hard. A anything to say about the character choices? Um, I mean, I think that it's uh, a lot of really good characters and characters people think are good on the screen. Um, Android 16, uh, Hit, Trunks, 18, those are all considered very strong characters. Uh, the only one that's apparently, and to me it's not, but apparently this is controversial, is whether or not Vegeta is a top-tier character. Um, every single team in Japan, at, at all of these locals, and I'm not exaggerating, literally every single one plays Vegeta. Pretty much everyone in NorCal plays Vegeta. Pretty much everyone in SoCal plays Vegeta. But Sonic Fox says Vegeta sucks. <laughs> and he's, Well, they play for the assist, right? Yeah, you play. Yeah. he's mostly good for the assist. And Sonic Fox literally has him in, like, bottom three on his tier list, thinks he's garbage. I think he's insane, but until someone beats him, no one can say anything, I guess. So until well, then, Vegeta sucks. Which you were you were you were getting at the idea that um, you know the, these guys were trying to save all three characters. Of course, there's advantage to doing that. Um, but uh, something that like kind of a parallel I want to make here in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, right? There was it was essentially like a death sentence if you lost one of your two characters. It was very very difficult, or I should say, it is very very difficult to come back when you have just one character to your opponents too. Um, and from watching Top Eight uh, at Winter Brawl, it felt like you know if you went down to one character it was very seldom that you would bring it all the way back how true is that in dragon ball fighters that if you're down to one character you're probably going to lose in your experiences i think it's definitely that kind of level i think we're back to like the marvel two days kind of where keeping your characters alive is such a big deal because in this game your pressure is a little weaker solo and by it's actually a lot weaker solo it's very hard for you to do a block string and then get a mix-up but if you have an assist it's a huge deal and then even bigger than that uh, the assists in this game are like seven seconds of cooldown. It's not like Marvel where it's like, you know, a second or a half a second or two seconds. For each character that dies, that's an extra seven seconds that you don't have to call an assist. If you got two, you can rotate them, you know, three and a half seconds. If you got one, you know, it's every seven. And if you got mm -hmm. zero, you've got zero assists at all. So I, I think losing a character is, is terrible, and the gain you get in sparking doesn't really help much. So, yeah, going behind is bad, real bad. Yeah. Especially with how Chris was playing, it looked like uh, Trunks was doing all of the damage, you know, or, or at least he, he was the party starter so much. He, he was able to do some things with 18, but it was harder for him to get things started, 
once he got started with 18, he was able to do a lot of damage. But once Trunks was out of the way in the grand finals, it was a completely different golf ball game, and it was all Sonic Fox. Definitely, and it's, it's kind of an interesting thing because they have very different teams, right? Like, Chris G's team is based, as you said, Trunks starts the party and then he tags into 18, who's like more of an Oki character but bad in neutral, whereas Sonic Fox just plays three characters that are all really strong and kind of mm -hmm. keeps it in whatever order. I'm, I'm trying to get my, my head around this game because to a lot of people, myself included to a point, it feels like it's a lot of really cool flashy lights and big explosions and stuff. Um, but trying to like understand the flow and, and things like that, a couple of takeaways that I'm kind of getting from having watched this top eight and then talking with you guys is, um, well, one, two, that, that it's more important to kill a character than it is anything else. So saving spark, uh, saving meter, all of those get less and, priority. And you can spend um, seven, yeah, I mean, literally spending seven bars to do two damage to kill a character is worth it, for sure. Right, right. And we were seeing that, because I was seeing Chris G uh, especially use... Um, uh, the uh, was it THC combos? Yeah, <laughs> to, THC to bring other, <laughs> yeah, to bring in uh, you know everyone else just to just to barely get that last little bit of life. And um, so if you're a new Dragon Ball Fighters player that's trying to figure things out and stuff, and maybe you haven't been playing a ton of uh, like you know Marvel before this and things like that, I think those are some easy uh, like kind of low hanging fruit bits of information to take to go. Okay, you know, use your meter to kill. Uh, sparking is more, or, or I'm sorry, keeping a character alive is more important than a than a high powered sparking. Things like that to uh, to kind of level yourself up. Yeah, I think those uh, those so far are pretty consensus, and I think they showed themselves in this tournament. Um, I'm loving this because it wasn't too long ago when Chris G was saying, you know, remember there was that era where him and his Morgan were just leaps and bounds above everybody else, and he was like, man, it's not that I'm good, it's that everybody else is lazy, and he didn't have anybody that would, you know, uh, push him to the limit. Is, is that what we're seeing now? Or is Sonic Fox now the guy saying, man, nobody is pushing me to my limit? Who, who, who I mean, who, how do y'all feel about they this They were rivalry? actually both pretty hand-holdy on Twitter about it. Yeah. Chris G was saying, you know, don't say Sonic Fox sucks for losing to me. And Sonic said at the end, don't say Chris G sucks for losing to me <laughs> in grand finals. Because everyone, people were, were way more heated against each other than these two actually were. And I think everyone realizes it's early, but that, you know, this proves that Sonic Fox is definitely the guy to beat right now. At least that's how I took it. Yeah. And, uh, we're, I mean, this is still month one. You know, it's easy to forget that, but there, this game is going to de continue to develop, continue to change. So, say you know, saying, okay, Sonic Fox is the guy and putting a bow on it, it's just not a smart thing to do. So, right. e e even if there was a clear winner, you know, e or, or if one was miles ahead of the other as of this weekend, it's not going to matter in two, three, four weeks, you know, as we get closer to Evo and more and other big events. I mean, at this point in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Chris G was still playing, like, Ryu Hawkeye Firebrand. <laughs> so, I mean, like, that kind of stuff changes a lot. Like, it could be three different characters, there could be new combos. Yeah. But, I mean, credit where credit's due. Now, of course, what does it mean when the Japanese players are calling out Sonic Fox? Like, you had Goichi saying, what do you say, you're next, Sonic Fox, something to that effect? Yeah. yeah. And well, then, you know... Oh, go ahead, Steve. I was, I was just going to say that those two are going to face off in an exhibition at final round. Um, there was someone who did, I wish I put the link in the doc, but uh, someone on Twitter uh, did some artwork for it. And I'll, I'll see if I can find There's it. There's a lot now. of artwork for it, actually. Yeah, there's at least like four or five comics with <laughs> Goichi <laughs> and Sonic Fox as Dragon Ball characters. That's cute. Um, yeah, like, 
obviously with with event hubs um, and, and such, we, we're trying to always get our, our finger on the pulse of what's being talked about. And when something new drops or an update or something like that, everybody flocks towards, oh, this is the new best character and this is the new best player and things like that. And I find myself often saying like, well, let's hold off for like six <laughs> months, you know, before we, we come to any kind of conclusions on things like that. Um, and, and that's kind of what, you know, Steve's getting at right now, saying like, like we, it's, it's, it's month one. We'll see if these people are playing the same characters, if we have the same people in top eight, things like that. And there's a, there's a lot of validity to, to that approach. And I 100% agree with it. But at the same time, um, and this might be transitioning a little bit to what we're going to get into in, a, in, in just a minute. Um, you look at a player like Sonic Fox and you look at his ability to pick up a game, regardless of the game. Is it Skullgirls? Is it DOA? Is it Marvel? Is it Injustice? Is it Mortal Kombat? Even Street Fighter V at the beginning of that and now Dragon Ball Fighters. And he has such insane vision to understand the intricacies of what's good, what kind of tools a character has, what kind of weaknesses other characters have, and get there faster than anybody else. That was something Justin Wong did amazingly and still does do amazingly. But I dare say the the young like 20-year-old Sonic Fox has kind of eclipsed even Justin Wong, at least in that avenue and is able to to figure these out so that he's not only the best week one month one but then obviously look at his track record six months into a game a year into a game throughout an entire game's lifespan he's always there with maybe the exception of street fighter 5 all the other games he plays i mean he just won a he just won a tournament in injustice using a two-week-old character against pros against other pros that, that know this game inside and out so uh, yes, we should wait, but in the case of Sonic Fox, I'm almost I'm almost inclined to be like, yeah, well, Sonic Fox is the best again, and he probably will be for the next foreseeable future. But it's because, you know, that guy's just like on that savant level of incredible game player, and he can really figure it out. Shout-outs to Abia Illet, who just sent us this tweet, uh, or he shared it in the chat. Yeah. That's, That's one the of one them. I was looking for. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm That's gonna really give cool. My, <laughs> I actually think Goichi is going to body him. Oh, you think so? Why? I think so. Just based on the gameplay I've seen, I, I could be totally wrong. I mean, it's it's impossible to truly compare based on you know them playing versus different people. But Goichi looks really, really good at the game to me, like his own level right now. So we'll see. But I do, I do want to point out that that picture is perhaps uh, the one on Sonic Fox's Twitter line or timeline that involves the most, the largest amount of clothing. <laughs> yeah, could could very possibly be. Um, that's exciting. To me, it's exciting, and um, the game is definitely shaping up. Are you still feeling it or not? What's the, where are you at? I've been playing it a lot more. It's growing on me a little bit. I mean, I, on, I like I've been straightforward. It's not my favorite anime or Marvel game, but it's the popular one, and I enjoy playing fighting games with a lot of people. So I'm I'm having a lot. It reminds me of the old Marvel Three Days, like which was my you know the game I played the most. Where Didn't you make top 32 Evo once? I did. <laughs> in Marvel? In top 8 of Final hey, Round. I'm blocking <laughs> but, here. Um, shout out hey, to, uh, to NDO. NDO 103. But it, just, it reminds me of that where like it's a totally different scene than Street Fighter. and fine, it, it, It's in the limelight again. It's the first time that's happened in a really long time, to be honest. And uh, it's fun to see, and I've been having fun playing it. And uh, wait, I got another uh, tweet here. Somebody else sent us one. And somebody's going to have to explain the lore on this one to me because I didn't watch this growing up. But it looks kind of funny. So we got that one. So who are these dudes in the pods? So they like uh, who oh, watched Dragon Ball? Like, so somebody in the chat. That'd be Vegeta me. and the Ginyu Force, maybe, or or Vegeta and Nappa on their way to. Uh, Is it Raditz and Nappa or whatever? Something like that. I don't. Or remember. could be Raditz. Yeah. I don't remember to be honest. It's the Saiyans invading. 
<laughs> and then Goku would run up Snake Road to uh, to to finish his training. I don't know. I don't know what the significance of all that stuff is, though. It's Sonic Fox's training for the uh, for the or for Goichi who's invading. All right. Um, now uh, the fact that it's popular, I think, has helped a lot. We had uh, Super Data Research. I actually saw us on Arcapa, but uh, also Steve shared it with us. The, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is officially the most successful digital launch in fighting game history per Superdata. 1.5 million digital copies in January alone. Uh, it's a good thing that those were digital downloads. I was at GameStop last week, and uh, I was just browsing some games, and some dude walks in, and he's returning a bunch of games, and one of those was Dragon Ball Fighters. This guy did not in my estimation, was not a fighting game player, but he's like, I'm returning this trash game. It's terrible. I don't know why I thought it was going to be good. Um, any sense on what the non-fighting game crowd is thinking I think they're about Dragon Ball? I think it depends on how much of a fanboy they are. If they like really love Dragon Ball Z and they love doing the moves and doing the stuff, they probably like it. Um, I don't think the game... I don't think any... I don't understand how people who don't play fighting games competitively play fighting games at all. So, I mean, I can't even get in that mindset. Like, the fighting game arcade and story mode is so boring to me, like, no matter which one it is, that... I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, this guy I, wasn't feeling it, man. Yeah, and, and um, I have uh, one friend in particular that kind of gave me some insight into this whole, like, not competitive, doesn't follow the fighting game scene, but will continue to play games like this. I think his his example was uh, Budokai 2. Um, but he played Budokai 2, and he played primarily with one other friend. And, uh, and, and would ju- he got really good at it. I don't know what, you know, like, the level of competitiveness that Budokai 2 and, and such have, but he would just like that was his thing and that's what we would talk about he's like oh you play fighting games okay and we would talk about this kind of stuff um and it was just a a relationship that he had with one other guy that would come over to his house and they would rock some budokai too and that would be it but yeah thinking about it uh a lot of us are more in the competitive scene so there's a lot more reason to stick around we want to watch the tournaments we want to level up play online and stuff like that but if you're a brand new player that's coming into the scene you're jumping online and you're probably getting your ass kicked obviously, by someone that knows what's going on. And outside of one-player modes, how much replayability is there in a, in a fighting game? Um, so, so yeah, I think what it really comes down to is either you join the competitive scene or you have that one or two friends that come over, and although you guys aren't really part of the competitive scene, you you play and it's, it's just competition within each other. But it really does feel like, as far as fighting games go, you need that competitive nature to keep things going. Otherwise, it just kind of fizzles out after a week or two. And the other thing to keep in mind is that you know, for a lot of fans of the Dragon Ball series, a Dragon Ball fighting game was basically Xenoverse. Yeah, we're getting a lot uh, of that in the chat. There was he was so, a Xenoverse player. So if you're if you're used to that sort of game, it's a big jump to go from a 3D game to a 2D game, and you're not you know fighting games are hard you know under any circumstance. So especially if you're not like someone who's watching a show like this going on SRK going on event hubs that who, who doesn't follow the scene. So it's going to be, it's going to be tough to make that leap. And a lot of people, you know, they like, they like Xenoverse. They want to continue to see more Xenoverse. So I hope that the two series can coexist. You know, we get our 2d game. There's still the 3d game, but we'll see how that goes. Well, that's why I said it's a good thing that those were digital downloads because you can't return those. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, uh, anything else y'all want to say about burgeoning, um, rivalries, Sonic Fox or anything before we will, uh, circle back on this topic and talk about the greatest of all time inspired by a tweet that Alex White put out. 
But uh, why don't we move on to, uh, we talked about E-League. They're doing a Tekken event, and we have a little bit more info on that, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, this was announced a little bit before we went live last week. Uh, they've revealed some more information. Uh, the Tekken T takedown, I can say that three times fast. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a four-team tournament, uh, 20 players in a five-on-five -five team tournament format. Uh, it's all going to take place on Saturday, live on Twitch. Uh, they will air it on TBS in a four-part series starting uh, in mid-March. Uh, there you see the four captains, Cuddlecore, NYC Fab, uh, Anakin, uh they're going to pick from the 16 players below. Um, and that, like I said, will start on Tuesday. Or, excuse me, it will start on Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern. So if you are a Tekken fan, you definitely want to watch this. If you are a Tekken player, you definitely want to watch this. What if I'm a Turner Sports E-League fan? <laughs> you you, you want to watch this, but if you are a Tekken fan, if you are a Tekken player, you definitely want to watch E-League this Saturday. What if I, I'm a fan of just video games on TV? Then you can watch it two weeks from now. I, think, from I now. think this is a good format for a game that's a little less in the limelight um, because it, it really kind of boils things down to like the most Tekken gameplay and the Tekken players in the scene without making it too long. You don't have to worry about... You know, like a bracket the same way if it's going to be the team format. And I think you can see more characters, more diversity, more stuff like that. So I, I, I'm a big thumbs up on the short format with the teams for Tekken. I think it'll really work out. All right. Anything else you guys want to say about this before we move on? That was just hey, a little bit of a... I'm blocking uh -oh. here. We have... Uh, I can't read that. Zalbog Bulv. Let me get some claps going. It's been a while since we've had... You should just start making Captain. up names. <laughs> Zergafon 5, subscribe. That is disrespectful. <laughs> Wait, I'll read it Welcome here. Welcome to the FGC. <laughs> this is uh, Zalbag Beolv. Thanks. Yeah, what did I say? <laughs> I said, yeah. yeah, that was about the same thing. Missed it by that much. <laughs> and, five. and I suppose now's as good a time as any, since I forgot to do it at the top of the show, to announce that we are doing a giveaway, because Steve, is uh, he didn't get enough from Salty Claws back in the day. And also, uh, <laughs> it was Valentine's Day, or what were you trying to do this week? Uh, Black History Month, something or other? Wow, wow, we're going there. We're going there. I can't remember what your reason was for the giveaways this month. Uh, it's because we have great <laughs> friends at Axis Games. Shout out to Axis that Games. That is true. They Thank do make some Axis great games, games, and they are good people, and uh, we appreciate any kind of love we get from them anytime we do. Yeah, so they're celebrating... Uh, the, uh, not only the release of Eunice, but the upcoming anime uh, Ascension, which is going down on Easter weekend, uh, which will have Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It will have Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Exerc. Uh, they just announced that Tekken, or Tekken Tag, excuse me, Blaze Blue Cross Tag will be playable there. So, uh, so they gave us a few codes. I've got one left. And we're going to give it away tonight. It's not going to be on Twitter. By special request, it will be uh, it will be available to people watching the stream tonight. So we'll give you the we'll give you the time at some point. Uh, yeah, we'll you have to stay in here the whole time. 
It might be that's at the how end we of get the you. show. It might that's be two minutes. Or... Yeah, maybe yeah. you'll have to stay in the next three minutes and not come back at the end. You're right. At some point. But we're going to do it. Someone in chat is going to win a PS4 copy, uh, North American store for uh, Eunice. Be- before you go any further, Grassini Grassini in the chat says the Anime Ascension will have Fight of Gods. Can anybody confirm this for me? Because I'll definitely tune in for that. <laughs> Fight of Gods on Easter Sunday. <laughs> what oh, do you well, that's actually what Goichi and Sonic Box are playing each other. Oh, right. I forgot. I thought it was Fighting Herds, but that makes more that's sense. That's the tiebreaker. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's going to be a first to five in uh, Dragon Ball and then a first to 20 in Fight of Gods. First to death. <laughs> first to the first, first, first to rapture. To <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's cool. I don't have a graphic, man. Oh, no. We're just going to do... Uh, what is it? What do you have to type in the chat again, Steve? Uh... Not right now. Not okay. right now. The hashtag graphic, or excuse me, exclamation. Okay. Don't do it now. Don't you do it now. Your time. First to apocalypse. First to blasphemy. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun time. Um, okay, guys, what's this Gfinity draft there you got there, Steve? Uh, Gfinity, uh, the third season of the uh, EU uh, esports competition. That's about to kick off today they had their season three elite draft uh that's for players that either came up through their challenger series or uh players who were released from other teams uh they got so they got dispersed to new teams today and you see Valmaster on team aries uh you see jester power moving over to team hashtag uh Kobolcog on unilad so some familiar names some names on the come up <laughs> can you tell me who's on team excel uh bomb <laughs> <laughs> <Bonge. laughs> um oh, is, that, is that your gamer tag there john <laughs> just kidding Oh, baby, oh, baby John. No. Hey, baby John, don't do drugs. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, won't do drugs. Thanks for the hands up. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't well, forget to bring a towel. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, that's a funny name. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Shame. So what's next? Oh, you really wanted to, you, we were going to spend the whole hour talking about fighting herds. Um, has anybody played this game? Does anybody really care? Uh, who's going to pick up this game? It's actually the first time I've stopped playing the game was to come here uh, for the show, and actually I'm playing under the table as we speak. Is that right? You're playing a little pocket pool down oh, there? Oh, crazy. I've actually crazy. heard, I don't, I don't really care about this game, but I've heard it's actually quite good, and I've heard the training mode is insanely elaborate. The art looks pretty good. The animations look fine. I mean, honestly, I'm pretty impressed that they came out with a game that is honestly more complete than what we're getting from the AAA companies right now. And from everything I've heard, it is. So so good for main six. And it even has, like, you can have your lobby character can, like, be dressed as a Blaze Blue or Skullgirls or Guilty Gear character. So they managed to to really uh, get a lot of people on board with this. And if I'm not mistaken, this game was originally the Brony game, right? The My Little Pony game. And they got a cease and desist. Um, And then they just were like, you know what? We're just going to do it our way. Well, yeah. and then the the uh, was it the producer the, the Laura the I forget creator, Laura Faust 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 of uh, Friendship is Magic, right? And, and uh, she did uh, character designs for them, so uh, mm. yeah. Th- this strikes me as very similar to Skullgirls, not just because it's on the Skullgirls engine, 
which was part of uh, Skullgirl's uh, Kickstarter or Indiegogo, if you remember all the way back. But it feels like it's it's got an art style that is going to attract some people who would never pick up a fighting game otherwise and turn away people who would be interested in most fighting games otherwise. <laughs> um, it, it's a very... It, like you said, there's a lot there. Um, it is in early access right now. It is available on Steam. Uh, $14.99 on the Steam store. If you own Skullgirls, you get a 20% discount off of that uh, for the first two weeks after launch. So, All right, I have some... Uh, let's, let's talk about these patch notes. There's not a ton to discuss, but there we can do a little bit of talking about this. Let me just pop it in here because I didn't do it yet. Um, this is... From Twitter, somebody translated these patch notes. One second, y'all. Have patience with me. We're doing it live. For Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yes, sir. All right. Um, so here's some info. I think I have these in order. I'll run through them kind of quickly here. Arcade mode will not be more user-friendly because you'll better be able to control the flow of your destination, clearing each course, new added options for you to return to course select, control will vibrate when you found match and world match, replay data will be updated. Uh, no replay data. Okay. That's interesting. When you use your Dragon Rush to force your opponent to switch, the opponent appears, and you can no longer spam it over and over again. Um, improve online matches. We'll optimize and make a few changes. We'll work on it bit by bit to improve matching situation over time. Anime song and BGM pack. So I guess they're adding songs. I also heard they're going to have a, uh, a lobby mode or party match, yeah. Yeah, so here we go. First of all, I I had them in a uh, wrong order here. Implementation of party match. Yeah, it's really tricky to find a damn match on here. So that's the biggest update because there's there's basically no balance changes. I've heard that like they're they're taking away one of Ginyu's glitches that lets him do a free level three, and I've and obviously the Dragon Rush thing is like a minor balance thing, but the big addition is that party match now exists. So currently, if you didn't know, in Dragon Ball Fighter Z, you cannot invite your friend. To play a match of Dragon Ball Fighter Z with you, you have to find their avatar on the screen, and then you have to link up, and then you have to hope that you don't get the glitch where you can't link up, and then finally. We're frozen. Okay, there we go. We're back. Um, and it really takes quite a long time. I wish they would get rid of the lobby thing as a whole, but they're not going to. But this is a really nice addition because now you can actually invite your friends to play. So good for them. Right on. Um, there's not much else. There is a Facebook post, but I was looking at it. And I'm like, man, why? Like they put the all the info on Facebook. I don't know. I didn't think that was the best way to convey it. But anyway, uh, I'm glad that people care about that game. And they're just getting. If you want more details on the Ginyu glitch. Right now, his he doesn't have like a true level three except for the body swap, but he can charge up his level one, and it costs more bar if you charge it. But if you only have like three bars, you can do the level three and then DHC to another character for free. So it's like a free level three. It's kind of weird. Now, now one thing I wanted to pose to you guys, uh, because the changes they're making to online matches aren't or er, er, online connectivity uh, netcode, they're not going to be massive. So. Do you think that um, that they're getting a little bit more a little bit more slack than if another game had <laughs> similar uh, connectivity? Mike's been issues? saying this since the beta. These changes are to me they're not nearly enough. And as I said, I'm going to keep playing the game. I care more about how the game plays than the online and stuff like that. But 
the party match is a big deal. I hope they were spending a lot of time working on that, and then in the future they'll work more on finding matches and netcode and stuff like that. We'll see. I can't say anything until it comes out. But with what you were getting at, though, Steve, it, it sounds like um, you know, like they're getting a little more leeway than maybe a, a different game that had similar issues would get. But that, I mean, at the end of the day, that's part of the equation. How you are held in the public eye and everything that you've done up until a certain point, you know, I mean, it's it's like I say, it's just part Wait, of everything. So, are people telling me I'm wrong? It just means you can play three v threes with each other. Oh God, if if there's if if I if I misinterpreted this, I'll be really sad. So we'll see. <laughs> We'll do research next time, guys. Um, John, do you have anything else you <laughs> well, wanted to add to this? Yeah, that's whatever. the gist we'll of it. <laughs> All right. So um, on Twitter, I saw something that I thought, you know, this isn't technically inaccurate, and it is just an opinion, but uh, definitely got the old noodle going. Um, Alex Valle, friend of the show, he's been on many times. In fact, he has the record for most times on this show said in a tweet, top fighting game player of all time in no particular order for the 2000s, Daigo, Jay Wong, Tokido, Modern Era, Infiltration, Chris G, Sonic Fox. These players have shown dominance across multiple titles and all are EVO champions. What do y'all think? John, I'm going to start with you, bud, because you've been following yeah. the scene and I know that you're a big fan of Daigo himself. Um, do you uh, agree, disagree? Do you think uh, who asked for this tweet? Do you think this is so relevant? What do you think? Uh I think that this entire tweet is coming up because of what Sonic Fox did. And I think that, uh, did specifically at Winter Brawl, um, the idea that, well, it's not just that. That's the icing on the cake. That's the most recent thing. But then also, like I was saying before, you know, beating F Champ at a Marvel versus Capcom game, you know, just, it was early in the game's life and such, but it was pretty decisive. Um, him winning with <laughs> Michelangelo two weeks after after Michelangelo drops in an Injustice 2. Him winning uh, 6-0 against Chris G after having lost in winners. Uh, the, the kid is amazing. Um, we've seen similar kind of performances with Justin Wong. We've seen similar kind of performances with Chris G. If you look at a tournament results page, you'll often see Chris G's name at the top of different lists, you know, different games and whatnot. But no one's doing it like Sonic Fox has been able to do it. And if he is consistent, if he stays doing it like he's been doing it with diff almost any game that he touches, you can't, it's hard to argue that he won't. He's, he's on his way to being the best fighting game player bar none of all time. All he needs is consistency over more time. Um, you've got people like, of course, Daigo, the most storied player and, and the person that you probably get the most answers um answers for when you ask someone you know who's the best of all time and and he deserves it he's done a lot over the years but i don't think daigo was winning multiple games like this i don't know that the landscape was exactly like this where we have this many different kinds of games and this many different opportunities but with where we are right now i don't think there's anyone that can even touch sonic fox um you look at someone like infiltration who does that kind of a thing, but he does it usually with one game at a time. Infiltration can basically go to random select, it feels like, on a Street Fighter game, the one that he's playing currently, pick that and, and make it to top eight or win an event. Sonic Fox can do that, is what it feels like, through multiple different games. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot there, but it's just amazing what, what these players are doing. And, and as far as Valle's direct tweet and the names that he's listed, um, I don't know. I, I, Daigo, Justin Wong, Tokido, how can you argue against that, right? It's, it's kind of hard. You'd have to go back through and look at the, the specific numbers to try to, uh, to try to have any kind of argument against those three names. Uh, I don't have a problem with them, but again, I haven't gone back and done inter intricate research. And nowadays, I, I mean, yeah, uh, same idea with Infiltration, Chris G, and, and Sonic Fox. 
the way that um, Christie and Sonic Fox have just been amazing throughout multiple different titles, it's hard to argue against it. Infiltration, uh, he's definitely one of them up there. I don't know, maybe you know, with with Tokido's consistency, and if you're only looking at Street Fighter Five, um, you might be able to argue against him. But still, he's not a bad pick. Now, uh, I, I think it sh- we should point out that the whole kind of the the snowflake that started the avalanche about all this uh, was a line from a Kotaku article uh, about uh, what happened at Winter Ball this weekend, where they called Sonic Fox unquestionably the greatest fighting game player of all time. And, and, and that <laughs> got a lot of people saying, wait a minute. Um, I, I, I think in general, this, this conversation is difficult because Almost immediately, not not just in fighting games, but in society in general. When something happens, when we see something, we want to immediately put it in historical context. You know, if Sonic Fox is winning tournaments right now, we want to know right now where he's at um, in in terms of all time grades. If Justin Wong comes back, we want to know where he and, and, and wins like a Capcom Cup, I should say, because he's he's still doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we we want to know where he's at all time. Um, I, I I think we're we're very hesitant to say wait a second let's let's get some distance first before we um, before we start making these comparisons. Yeah, this is the tweet you're you're talking about here. Sonic Fox is the best fighting game player in parentheses probably of all time by and like a, quote from a wide Kotaku, margin. Yeah. And um, I mean, damn! I, I hear, I hear your I argument. Think that's a ludicrous statement to make. Well, I mean, who do you put? I there? think you got to give him time. You got to give him time. How can you possibly think... call him the greatest fighting game player of all time? What I mean, I, 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 like, and I, I think he's up there, right? I think he's definitely one yeah. of the greatest fighting game players of all time. But I mean, it's like in Marvel Infinite, he didn't actually even qualify for Battle for the Stones. You know, we're week mm-hmm. one yeah. in DBZ. He's by he's definitely the best Injustice player, and he's probably the best Skullgirls player too. But I mean, and Mortal Kombat. Those aren't even comparable to like Street Fighter Five or Street Fighter Four, and being the best at those games. I mean, the level of competition is so so if he gigantically different. And I, as someone whose Street Fighter has like never really been their main game, like. Being the best at Street Fighter is worth being the best at like every other game combined. But I but I think that's that. a, I, I think that's a little bit unfair to say, uh, because you know the problem that Sonic Fox faces or or some people who dominate one or two games face is that if they win all the time, oh they can't you know there there's no competition in those games because no one else is winning. Even if you have a bunch of great players there, if one guy is winning, you yeah. You know, in order for Sonic Fox or someone else to get respect for uh, the level of competition he faces, he has to lose. But if he loses, then well, he's not dominating that game anymore. So it's sort of a catch twenty two. Yeah, you know, and I think well, I think this will be a good chance for him to see a little bit. I mean, unfortunately, like this isn't an arcade game, so it seems unlikely that Japan will take it as seriously. But getting Goichi to like play the game hard enough that he's calling him out, this will be a big moment. And I think if he beats Goichi, there's a lot more credibility to everything being Even said. though he's not dominant at Street Fighter V? Or I, and he didn't qualify for Battlefield Stones? I think anyone who's not the best at Street Fighter is probably not the best fighting game player of all time. I honestly believe that. Like, if you're being serious, really? like, I, 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 can't, I don't think you can be the best fighting game player of all time if you weren't the best at Street Fighter. That's Chat, my let us personal know. opinion. Really? Let, yeah. let us know what you think. Yeah. That's personal. One, if Donka's right. Two, if Donka's dead wrong. 
<laughs> I, I think and, Steve, and there, there yeah, are, Steve is typing one over there real fast, or twos, a bunch of twos over there. There are a lot of different, like, like avenues to, to explore here, too. Like, when you say the best fighting game player, well, like, look at someone like Daigo, who's, who's been very good all around. But, like, what are, what, one of his best, best, one agree um, or most notable one qualities agree. is that, like, he wins the long term, like the, the first of tens. And that's even something that's going on right now. There's going to be a Daigo versus Tokido first of ten. And we hearken back to like when he played Shan after he won Evo, when he played Infiltration after he won Evo, and bodied those guys, not in tournament, but in the long form set, right? And then you have someone like Zero, who's amazingly consistent and goes on a like a, an Undertaker like streak, you know, uh, winning every single event that he goes to for like 50 some times in a row. And then there's like longevity in the tournament sets. Someone like uh, Justin Wong or Sonic Fox who are very good at a lot of different games especially early on in those games lives and then you go okay well then do they have a long form too where they can continue winning and Sonic Fox has shown that he can do that as well um, but like there are so many different ways to assess and, and, and ways to look at a resume and I think like when it's all said and done it's hard to compare like how do you compare Sonic Fox of today to Daigo of the 2000s or even before that you know it's it's it's, it gets pretty muddy pretty fast, you know, and it, it's harder even than comparing, like, you know, LeBron James to Michael Jordan and things like that. Maybe you wait until careers are over and then compare them, and, then, and even then, you know, you have different kind of playing fields. So it's fun to talk about. It's fun to have hot-button takes or hot takes on things like this, but at the end of the day, like, you're not going to be able to come to a, to a cemented conclusion. It's just, it's just too many variables. And, and that being so, said, I'm a huge Sonic Fox defender, and I think that he is easily – one of the best fighting game players of all time already beyond any shadow of a doubt. I just don't think mm -hmm. that saying he's the best makes any sense for the reasons you said. By a wide margin. Yeah, by, a, by a wide margin. <laughs> I mean, God. Steve doesn't agree with that shit at all. Well, um, well, there was a ton of ones well, in this chat, so they agree with you too, and Steve, you're by default wrong. I guess, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this. You know, we are a very American-centric uh, show. We, we Street Fighter V is the game that sort of and the Street Fighter series in general sort of dom dominates the American competitive scene. So, of course, we're going to look through that in that filter. If you have a player who goes... Who, it's who getting that way around the globe now, too, though. The best players well, from other games are quitting to play Street Fighter. Machabo quit? Let's see how the, that the is. The Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue champions both quit their games to play Street Fighter. Let, let's see how if that's still the case in about two years once the uh, once the Sony money isn't there anymore. You know, I, I, I just have a feeling that a lot of these guys are making that they're, they're not competing for the the honor of being the best fighting game. Street Fighter five right now is the best way or at least the most prominent way to make money playing fighting games right now. There are other options, you know. They're not there in Japan right now. You know, there's only two Japanese games or two fighting games in Japan where you can actually be a pro as of right now. So if you're good at Street Fighter V, guess what? You got to make a business decision and say, okay, I'm going to play Street Fighter V. I'm going to pursue that because that's my best path forward. That doesn't necessarily mean that that winning blaze blue doesn't matter that winning guilty gear doesn't matter of course that it does, being yeah. dominant in in those games doesn't contribute or that street fighter 5 by default you know means more you know it re it rewards a different set of skills just like every other fighting game 
And I, I don't subscribe to saying this one's more important just because there's, you know, 5,000 more scrubs playing it than than something like uh, Blaze Blue. Well, I'm the best at Clay Fighter, so that at least puts me in the discussion with Sonic Fox, <laughs> and that's where I'm at. Uh, you guys forget that Sonic Fox won a major with Fong, if I'm not mistaken. He did not win a major with Fong. He, he, he got top eight. At the first, you guys forget uh, that he if got you top give me eight. One thing, and this is not this is not to diss on him or say that he'll get worse. He may very well get be remain the best at DBFZ, but Sonic Fox could be the best week to month one player of all time. Like I, the way he learns games, like the the amount he grinds and the way his mind picks up on games is absolutely insane. And I mean, if he's picking up a game, he will be really good at it really fast at like a very high level. Uh, we have a question from the chat. Drew Frost asks, asks sixty three and a third. Yeah, 63 and a third. That's the one I'm good at. <laughs> Is that the only one that matters? Yes. All right, guys. Uh, we thought that this was a juicy topic, so we put it to y'all. It was our question of the day. Uh, who is the greatest of all time? And we have some answers here. Steve, you want to read these off for us, or shall I? Uh, you can go ahead. My, my voice is a little sore from all that ranting at, at uh, Mr. Schiller. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> at Reddit Street Fighter says, Corotta, free. It's an interesting choice. Kuroda is like in a game that is pretty popular, so dominant that he can pick like any character in the game and still win major tournaments. So, yeah, very good. Well, right. Fox is doing that with injustice, though. He is. He yeah. certainly is. All right. Next, we had uh, got a bunch on this one. Uh, Luis Valladares, Louis V. Redman says, "Boring answer, but I'm going to go with Daigo. People forget his career spanned multiple games as well as not just Street Fighter series. I don't think people forget that. Um, but then again." People only think of them for the Street Fighter series. The laboratory says Daigo. Oh, so you just put all the Daigo ones together, Steve? Is that what I'm seeing the, here? The, we, we had five in a row. So Ludology you know. PhD. There's really no other answer than Daigo right now. Maybe another 10 years. Uh, New Type says it has to be Diego, right? Diego Umahuarez. Kimchi703 says Daigo for sure over 20 years, and he's still winning tournaments. That's just crazy. If you guys haven't seen the, the Komodo Michi trailers, you should watch all of them. But you should mm -hmm. especially watch the new Daigo vs. Tokido one, where Daigo starts talking some trash at the end. It's not even like trash. It's just like, I couldn't lose. It's not possible. How, how could I lose? Yeah, And, and even Tokido goes, I can't even see his back from where I'm standing in, in terms of how good Daigo is. So, And that's the Evo champion, the Capcom Cup runner-up. And Tokido, like, we all know who this guy is. He's the best at Street Fighter probably right now. It's it's, And that's what he's saying about this guy. So... Uh, but a lot of it's a lot of it's history and story versus what's going on right right now. So it, it's interesting. One of the most interesting parts, and it's getting a little off topic about that interview, is Daigo saying that he thinks Tokido is a real fighting game player now because he cares about playing fighting games instead of being the best. It's like Daigo is so like like adamant about the fact that the only reason he plays is just because he wants to play them, and he loves them. So pretty interesting. Uh, John, what's on your shirt? Oh, it's uh, it's Rick and Morty as um, Ken. Ryu and Ken. That's pretty badass yeah. shirt, bro. Thanks, man. Cool. All right. Uh, next on the list, question of the day. We have FGC Otter or FG Cotter, like Welcome Back Cotter. Infiltration. Street Fighter Four Evo Champ. Street Fighter Cross Tekken Evo Champ. Street Fighter Five Evo Champ. All when they were the main games. So well, that's a good answer. It might be my answer. All right, Lee Hunter. That's a good one. Uh, moving on, we have Christopher Hargett. Tokido, easy. I agree on that one. Uh, Ace King Offsuit, someone tweeted this, then deleted it. Ryan Hart. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Hart is a guy where, like I said, if, <laughs> if he was 
an American player or we were all in Europe, I think a lot more people would be saying it. You know, he, he's doing it in Street Fighter. He's still doing it in Street Fighter. Uh, he was doing it in tech and he's doing it in a lot of games. Um, I, I, I think he's on that list. I think he's certainly in the conversation at the very least. Yeah, and somebody in the chat was like, dude, this guy has a Guinness record. Also, it's Black History Month, so <laughs> why wouldn't you put Reinhardt in there? Um, all right, moving on to the next one. We have uh, at the Barbarian says Sonic Fox might be in the conversation if we were just talking about the number of W's. And we've already talked about him a lot. And then uh, Savart. All such, come on, guys. You're making it hard on me here. Number one, Tokido, most versatile player and still able to dominate in several popular games. Jay Wong, second most versatile player and dominated one game. MVC2 completely. And Daigo, most dominant in the most popular games but less versatile. Well, shout out to everybody who gave us their answers. Uh, I think we're pretty much in agreement. Anybody else have I, any I, thoughts on that? I, I, I will disagree. I will just oh. disagree. <laughs> just, just to disagree? I, I will disagree just to disagree. I, I'm, I want to say that Ryan Hart's one of the best because I have a tournament win over him, and I have a tournament <laughs> win over Infiltration, so he can be one of the best too. Uh, and, and yeah, those, those two are probably the absolute best now that I think about it. But did you ever make top 32 at Evo? Yeah, 25th. Uh, I forget what year it was. We're bros. 2013 or something. Uh, I, I yeah. Technically, that my best placing happened. was 13th, but not in as popular again. <laughs> Yeah, Shao Hai. That's a guy who Shao would know, be up there for me too. Yeah, he he he's a multi-game killer. Uh, Kazunoko. That's a guy who I we'll I don't there. think gets nearly enough. You know, he, he's a Street Fighter World Champion, and I I don't think he gets nearly enough uh, attention in in terms of conversation like this. All right, um, that's bring us to the close of the show. Almost, we have a little bit a short segment here, right? Mike, can you show us a little bit of this Blanca tech? Yeah, sure. I can talk about Blanca a little bit. I won't talk about him too much. It's, uh, it's, we're a little bit behind the times now. He's been out a little over a week now. But, 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 but before we do that, we're going to say bye to our boy, John Velociraptor Guerrero. Follow him on Event Hubs and on Twitter at Velociraptor with a one instead of an I. What, what you got cooking on Event Hubs? What's your next piece? Um, I actually have a piece coming up about uh, uh, that, re- or I'm sorry, Tokido and Daigo exhibition, along with the other ones that are going on on uh, March 10th. And um, I'm also working on a piece talking about how you shouldn't try to play too many footsies in Street Fighter V because it just doesn't work for most characters. Right on. Oh, someone's saying Dogra is the best. I agree because I have a tournament win over Dogra. So there you go. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But thank you guys. Love you. Miss you. Bye. All right. Later, dog. Uh, Steve, are you gonna hang out, or are we saying bye to you too, brother? Uh, I gotta hang out because we still we still gotta Just do that do uh, giveaway. Yeah. Do the raffle. All right, we'll say bye to John. And uh, are y'all ready for that raffle? Look at that white screen on Steve's got it's so a good much white screen. I like that. People were asking, "Where'd you get an average shirt?" <laughs> oh, it's a combo breaker shirt, <laughs> right? Yeah, but, uh, this was the. Uh, is this the combo breaker staff shirt, or is this the? Um, well, I'll figure it out. The later, only time I've ever gotten to meet Steve in person. Yeah. Was it a combo breaker? Badly. It was no, a uh, it was CEO as well. Oh, did we meet? Okay, so we met twice. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I remember. Right. Uh, yeah, that was CEO, wasn't it, when we got all those interviews? They're still up yeah. on .esports YouTube page. There were some good ones. Uh, Kenny Omega, still my highlight of my esports career. So. <laughs> Interviewing a guy that's a wrestler and not an actual professional gamer. I didn't the realize how popular of a wrestler he was because I don't watch wrestling. But geez, I guess and he's a really he's big deal. He's even more popular now. Yeah. You know, he, you know, we were talking about how great of a year he had. 
up to that point, the next 12 months were just ridiculous. He was doing, he was pretty much unquestionably the the best wrestler on the planet during that run. And he's still in that conversation. All right, save it for the wrestling podcast. Um, All right. Let's do this raffle. Remind people what they got to do. If I'm not mistaken, it's open. All right. Is it open, Elon? It's open. Yeah, Elon says it's open. So uh, get on, don't get on the Twitter machine. Get in chat right now. Exclamation point raffle for your chance to win the final copy or the final code for Eunice. This is good for a North American uh, PSN store code uh, that will get you a copy of Eunice. Uh, I will DM the winner once we uh, once we're done. Sounds good. Eunice is a good game. Have you played it? I've played the old version a lot. I played that turn. I played that time and time again in tournament, um, and I think the new version is probably good too. As I said, uh, I said last week, the tutorial in that game is like the most comprehensive of like any game ever, maybe. And it's like t- it teaches you not only about like how to play fighting games, but about empty jump lows and about you know like option selects and just like very in depth stuff. And you can tell it was it was written by someone who really plays. So. All right, homie, cool. what are you going to show us here uh, with uh, blockchain? Um, I mean, really, whatever you, whatever you want. I, I don't have that much to go over with well, him. Well, what do you think of him? Just give us your opinion on him. I don't think he's that good, if you want me to be honest. It's a little too early to say that. I can't say he's, like, the worst character ever, but he doesn't seem that strong right now. Um, he kind of lacks footsie tools, um, unlike a lot of other characters. Elon, um, would, would you mind uh, cutting to uh, blockchain? Yeah. Unlike a lot of other characters, he doesn't really have like a long range low or anything. This doesn't go anywhere. And what even about if his it, like crutch fierce? How's his crutch fierce goes kind of far, but it's really slow. Um, you don't get anything on crush counter or anything like that, um, which which kind of sucks. Um, in general, I think he's really lame. His anti air is actually quite good. His down medium punch anti air is even behind him, kind of like birdie. So he can do that. He's got the up ball, which goes straight up or forward now. Oh wow! So he's got a bunch of angles. Like if you neutral jump, he can get you from half screen. Um, and, and if he's charged, you know, he can buffer, like, stand light punch at charge. And so that gives him a nice range tool. But his big problem is going to be getting in. His jump is really slow and floaty, as you can see. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for him to jump in on people. And his walk speed's only okay and his pokes or whatever. So I don't really know. But what about the costume? Um, the costume is the best costume in the game. I really like this costume. It, um... I think it adds a nice level of fun to the game that people like, and it seemed to have gone over really well. I haven't really seen anyone hate on it other than jokingly. Mm-hmm. If people it, in the chat it, have it, questions, I can answer. But It it sucks when you lose to it, though. <laughs> it, it, it's just sort of like, oh, God. Does that happen to you yet, pal? Um, I haven't touched the game since Blanca came out. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Uh, <laughs> One thing I'll show with Blanca is that in the corner, if you use his V-Trigger 2, he's got some pretty dirty cross-up stuff where he can, like, force you to... Uh, let me put this on, I think, first hit block. Um, first deck only. Okay, so if in the corner you can get them to block, like, a jump in, you can do some pretty dirty stuff. So you can do, like... Oh, I have to... Okay, never mind. I'll, I just will do it from here. That's a cross-up, oh, wow. as you can see there. So, like, you can sit there and then do the cross-up, or you can go straight down, you can go back. You can do a bunch of different things that either will or won't cross-up. And that's 
kind of scary, I guess. His big problem is going to be whether or not people are able to actually get in with him or play lame enough to where they don't have to. Uh, I know like people like Casablanca are actually coming back and trying the game again because of that, so the Blanca fans are pretty in there. But we'll see if he makes a, uh, a tournament splash. My question is, and this is more of like a theory fighter here, if you're a charge character, a hold back character, how do you get your opponent in the damn corner? Um, a lot, it depends on the character. And so that's one of my flaws with this character. Um, Balrog, for example, and M. Bison, their charge moves, the EX is plus. Blanca's is like minus 21. Mm. You know? So, unlike Balrog or Bison, who can spend meter to get in with their charge moves and then hold charge during them, Blanca cannot. Um, his footsies aren't that good, and usually charge characters get really good footsies. A character like Guile can follow a Sonic Boom. I think. Your your insight is is exactly his problem. He doesn't really have a good way in, so that is my personal opinion on Blanc. I think he's weak. All right, well, I think Soccer was weak too, so I'm a little worried about the season three characters so far. Um, it, the, the, the DLC characters have honestly had a history of mostly being weak. On but their it, it, release, isn't like the gimmick that you make them overpowered so people buy it and then you nerf the shit out of them the next season? They're doing the opposite. That's what I'm saying. So I <laughs> guess I guess they're trying to keep the. Uh, it, my guess would be they want to keep the pro tour more competitive and they don't want to drop some accidentally broken character. Okay. So I think they've been a little conservative on purpose um, in these characters. I hope my I want Sagat to be really good and not because I care about Sagat, but because I think people in general do. So. Yeah, he better be. So I hope Sagat is really strong. If he comes out and is not all that strong, it is going to be hell on Twitter. It is going to be hell on social media. There is going to be a backlash unlike anything you... Well, it will probably be like top 20 backlash. All right, Somewhere so between 17 to, to 19 in terms of backlash. I think the, the next character is Falk, if I'm not mistaken. I appreciate that they're not releasing broken characters, though. I mean, like, Blaze Blue was almost ruined by the release of Kokonoe. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, everyone looks back, and the fighting game community is so banniverse, right? Everyone looks back and says, without question, they would have banned her. <laughs> she was that broken. So, I mean, I'm glad we don't have that. Stegosaurus Squad says. I hope they take a few more risks with the next couple characters. Stegosaurus Squad says T Hawk will be God, and that's a dirty thing to say because T Hawk will never be in this damn game. <laughs> hey, uh, Elon says we have a winner for the raffle. All right, who is that winner? Everybody check the chat. Check the chat, y'all, because Elon's about to pop it in there. Finitude has won the raffle. Shoutouts to Finitude. I feel like I've seen that guy's name in our chat for a long, time, a long so time. We're grateful for his continued uh, viewership and patronage here. And uh, shoutouts, bro. You get a copy of uh, Unist. I'm jealous. I don't even have it. So, Steve, how, 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 do you, how are you going to get this person? How are you going to get Finitude his uh, copy? Uh, I'm going to whisper Finitude right, in, uh, right as soon as I'm off of here. And uh, can you give us your famous whisper? I like the reference. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the problem is that I heard that like right. <laughs> I got that right in my ear, and uh, frankly, I'm feeling a little bit weird in my underpits. Um, just kidding. All right, guys, uh, we are going to cut the show a little bit short today. We uh, we're trying to get a guest on for next week. And sorry about my terrible Blanca exposition. It was mostly <laughs> just vamping for us to pick a winner in the raffle. So. I'm sure it was. You needed to get that off your chest for a while. Uh, we have uh, Ryu Dragon asking for more ASMR on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Steve, ASMR would be great. Yeah, no, everybody's it would asking not. for that. It, w- 
It would not be great. I, <laughs> that could be I, a segment at the end of every show. Uh, yeah, only so. But we didn't do a block grab. Well, what did you want to block or grab on? I thought we had one. We had one. We were going to do it on the goats, but basically we just talked about oh, it a lot. We're do and it then we the did goats. a uh, question of the day. Well, there can only be one goat. Uh, but let's do a, a mini, mini block grab without John. Starting now. <laughs> block grab. Block, block grab. grab. Uh, give these guys a chance to uh, put some blocks and grabs up on this uh, chat. Um, we're just going to go down the list of Alex Valle's uh, proposed goats. The first one, if I'm not mistaken, was... Daigo. Fine, Daigo. but we got okay. So we get to pick one. You, you, yeah, one from each era. One from each era. Yeah, that, that seems fair. So blocker grab on Daigo. And go. who are the choices? Daigo, Tokido, Justin Wong. So yeah, we're gonna go through three: Daigo, Justin Wong, Tokido for the two thousands, and for the modern era, it was Infiltration, uh, Chris G, and Sonic Fox. Blocker grab Daigo. If we're talking about in the two thousands, I think we have to go with Daigo. So I'm gonna grab. Grabbing on Daigo. Chat. Uh, let us know what you think. Steve, block a grab on Daigo for GOAT of 2000s. I'm not going to limit it to... Uh, until we're back. We're back. All right. So say it again. You're blocking? I am You're blocking, blocking here? because I'm not, I'm not limiting it to just the 2000s. All right. Um, so we already know what you're going to say, but you got to go through the ritual here. Justin Wong? I, I, I under... Uh, Justin Wong, uh, definitely the American goat. So we, I would grab on that level, but if we're talking international, I have to block. All right, I need to get my grab in there. Oops. Here we go. It was a Steve. very different time then. The Japanese competition yeah. level, if you want to say now it's different and better, back then it was like, wow, like Japan's so much better than us for reasons that are unovercomable, where they had arcades and a jillion people to play with and we didn't have online play and there weren't that many fighting game players. So it's just. I mean, I feel like uh, Evo Moment, was it 32? I always forget what damn number it is. That alone. 37. Yeah, that's the one. So, but uh, he came out on the wrong end of that. That's what I'm saying. It would be Daigo would be grab and Jay Wong would be blocked just for that alone. But that was that even the 2000s? Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, it was. Um, Steve, Look, block Justin, or grab, Jay Wizzle. First ballot Hall of Famer, no question. Uh, arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, American players of all time. But um, I can't put him as the goat. I will. I will block. All right, Tokido, goat, block or grab. If you start including this, uh, the entirety of time, he could he could possibly be the GOAT. And since, in fact, I might have to change mine, because GOAT literally stands for greatest of all time. Yeah, I guess you can't have a 2000 GOAT and a <laughs> modern era GOAT, unless it's like a greatest of all 2000s and greatest of all modern times. I don't know. It's a hard block or grab, because you only get one grab. But uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Daigo. All right, Steve. I'm going to stick with not Daigo, so I will grab Mr. Tokido. I bet you will. All right, modern era. We are starting off with infiltration. This is the greatest of the modern era. Infiltration and every period of time when he has decided to sit down and play one character or two characters and win has won. I, I, I legitimately think there's an insanely strong argument that he is the strongest fighting game player of all time. And I think that whatever he puts his mind to, he literally is the best at. So to me, that's a grab. Are there any goat emojis? I'm trying to find one. Um, Steve, block or grab on Infil? Infiltration is a great player, but 
I got to say it, you know, all, all most of his success has come in one effectively series. You know, it's the most popular series competitively, but I I can't do it. I I have to block and I'll I'll get skewered for it and probably deservedly so, but I I got to block. I feel like Tokido and Daigo's other game success was for the most part when they were a lot less competitive in other games. Like Guilty Gear back then, winning in America is not nearly as big as it would be winning now in Guilty Gear. Tokido did win KOF 13, let, so that was pretty let, good. Let, let me go back in time yeah. a little bit and just I want you to clarify something from your previous Sonic Fox rant about him not being the yeah. greatest of all time. Because I feel like the metric that you're using here on Daigo and Infiltration breaks down if you consider that uh, if you just don't consider Capcom games. Or is the metric here that the best players are playing Capcom games? And that's, that's what why. I said. Yeah, I think that okay. I think that the the best players are playing Capcom games. Yes. All right. All right. All right. I I think the players most likely to find financial success are playing uh, Capcom games. And and there's overlap. There's clearly overlap between best and that group. But I don't necessarily think it's one to one. All right, Chris G, block or grab. Current American goat, but not the overall goat. Current American goat, Steve. <sighs> Chris G. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of him personally, um, <laughs> for s- several reasons. Um, he's he's a great player. Um, I got a block though. Do you want to elaborate on the reasons you don't like him? Uh, I, I I don't think we need to go into that right now. All right. Um, blocker grab on Sonic Fox. He's not your greatest of all time, or uh, currently an American goat. No, I think it's pretty arguable between Chris G and Sonic Fox. Mm-hmm. Those would be the two in the argument mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris G was better at Marvel, and Sonic Fox played that. Sonic Fox is better right now at DBFZ, and they both played that. Um, Chris G's dominance in a extremely popular game was pretty long lived. He's also really good at Street Fighter. He's also, I mean. He plays so many games, like, on a totally different level. Like, people talk about people playing multi-game players. Chris G is literally getting DQ'd from games because he's entered in nine at a single tournament. And he usually top eights all of them. So, to me, if you're talking about, if you want to go about wide fighting game prowess, no one really, he might be the greatest, period. Like, no one really goes as wide as he does. Steve, block or grab on uh, Sonic Fox. He has all the tools to be... In totally. the sh- shortest list of all-time greats, you know, but it still needs some time. I'm going to block because I don't think the greatest player of the modern era even got mentioned. And that would be? Shinakuma666. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> How could we have overlooked Shinakuma666? All right, guys. That brings us to the end of Best of Five for February 27th. But, of course, those guys are all amazing. And yeah. only comparable against each other could you block. Steve, what tournaments we got coming up? What are you watching this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I am watching uh, Tekken Team Takedown, E-League. If you are a Tekken fan, if you are a Tekken player, you definitely want to be watching this weekend. That's all I'll say. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for watching. Thanks for everybody who subbed. Thanks for everybody who followed. And thanks for everybody who participated in our raffle. We are done giving away copies of games. Black History Month will be over by next week, and we won't have another reason to do it. Sorry, Steve. I'm just trying to get under your skin, pal. Um, it's not easy. It's not hard to do. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again very much for watching. We'll see you next week.